you've tuned in to the Community Cats podcast. Ready? Let's go. Welcome to the Community Cats podcast. I am your host, Stacey LeBaron. I've been involved helping homeless cats for over 20 years with the Merrimack River Feline Rescue Society. The goal of this podcast is to expose you to amazing people who are improving the lives of cats. I hope these interviews will help you learn how you can turn your passion for cats into action. And today we're speaking with Stephen Ronelli. Stephen is with Waggle, waggle waggle.org. Waggle is a first-of-its-kind platform to end economic-based euthanasia by helping pet guardians and veterinary professionals raise funds for life-saving care. It was a single transformative moment that inspired Steve to look into the kind of data he never had before and saw life-saving potential. Over 500,000 pets' lives were lost annually in the U.S. because their guardians cannot afford veterinary care. Waggle's partnership with Community Cats is helping raise awareness about this intractable problem while saving many beloved pets through its matching grant fund. So, Steve, welcome to the show. Hi, thank you for having me. So, we've had you on the show before, so we're going to shake things up a little bit and first want to ask you about Waggle. So our theme for the podcast in 2024 is see it, solve it. You clearly saw something that was happening out there for pets and you created a solution for it. Why did you feel compelled to do that? You know, there was a period of my life when I was receptive to doing something very different. I knew that I wanted to bring the skill sets that I had into a much different area because I wasn't happy, you know, being in the financial services space and watching so much of the shenanigans that go on, as we all know, it's sort of increased in the last five years. So I was receptive to new ideas and thoughts. This organization hit my radar that was in the human healthcare space. And it was all about bringing funds directly from those that could and wanted to give to solve a problem. In that case, again, it was human healthcare. You know, they always say, right, it takes a long time to find these ideas and meander. But with Waggle, I swear it was like in an instant. I saw this organization and I thought, my God, can we do this for something that I was already on the lookout for in the animal welfare space? And I didn't know about terms like economic euthanasia. I didn't know that the better part of a million pets were lost every year because people cannot afford the cost of veterinary care. And so it was sort of a meeting of all these different streams that hit me at one point in time. And I said, my God, let's go build this. Excellent. And so you have this programming tech background. Is that correct? Oh my God. I had this weird hybrid background, right? So for like many of those that are listening to your podcast, I had meandered through different careers. I started off in mechanical engineering and dynamics. And then I I was working on submarines here in Connecticut, right? Of all things, machinery on submarines. And I changed course and went off and was working in the field of mechanical simulation and dynamics. And then when uh, I moved to New York, I started in the field of quant research. And then that drifted off into data science. There was a common thread through all these things that was data and analytics and problem solving. And that was really what excited me. But I wanted to apply these sort of skill sets and something that actually made a bigger difference because I felt that I was not making a huge difference. And, and that's how these forces came together for Waggle. So for folks that are not familiar with Waggle, and I will say waggle.org to make sure people really know to go to that website, it is a crowdfunding platform, right? It absolutely is. It's really, we sit in the middle and we aim to bring people together on the one side that find themselves in this intractable problem of not having been prepared or through no fault of their own, didn't have finances when they find 
their beloved pet in this really dire, unfortunate situation. So people come to us in a panic mode, they realize that maybe they can't pay their mortgage and there's no way that they're going to leave their pet behind as they shouldn't, right? And on the other side, there are a lot of people, and I'm amazed every single day that people that step up, sight unseen, that will open their wallet to give $10, $20, $30. It's an extraordinary site. So what we do is we bridge that gap. We give the tools to help people bring awareness to their situation. And then most importantly, it's a key difference from Waggle to something like a GoFundMe, to be frank, where you really don't know where your money goes, right? And I can talk at length about that. In our case, the funds that we raise for a specific pet on a, one of these campaigns you'll see for a dog or a cat, that money will go straight to that veterinary hospital after receiving an invoice. They've been verified and authenticated. Nobody is doing this that we're aware of as a nonprofit nationally in the United States. That's really interesting. You are working primarily with the veterinarians. So are you recruiting veterinarians to participate in this program? We do. And we do it kind of in a passive way because what we'll do is we, through partnerships, through conversations like this, awareness campaigns, we want to let the world know that we exist, right? That's the, one of the hardest parts to get the word out there. We've done it historically organically, which is fantastic because it means what we're doing is working and word spreads like a movie, right? A great movie from person to person that it's gone out across the US and Canada, but we're still trying to let people know that we're there. So how organizations rescues, shelters, sanctuaries, municipalities, that's one group that we want to let know we're there pet owners at large and the general public, those groups that have it's under their care that need help, when they sign up for Waggle to create that crowdfunding campaign, during that process, one of two things will happen. Either their local veterinary hospital or emergency hospital is already part of Waggle. There's a good chance of that. Or veterinary hospital to whom they take their pet has not yet heard about Waggle. In those cases, our system facilitates that outreach. It connects us to their administrators and we get the ball rolling Then let people, let that veterinary hospital know how we transfer the funds that are raised directly to their accounts receivable. So I'm going to ask you, you've been doing Waggle now for almost five years or more than five years at this point in time. When I first started looking at Waggle, there were a lot of dogs on the site and there weren't that many cats. Are there differences between those two populations with regards to the platform? You know, it's something we're always trying to tease out of the data. The common thinking is that dogs generally raise funds better than cats. And now that we have enough data, we're going to start to go in. And it sounds like something easy. You should be able to really do it quickly. But the dynamics have sort of changed. So early on, we started Waggle. We could see a pattern where it was dogs were raising funds more than cats. But there's been a whole bunch of black swans, if you want, recently that are telling us that the cats have taken on an ever bigger life and we haven't figured out why. For example, we had this amazing case, Scooter, recently that broke all records. The cat was doing fantastic. We're seeing more of these creep up. I don't know if it has something to do with the pandemic. Maybe it's through partnerships with community cats and others, but cats are doing really well on the platform. So one thing um, that you... You just mentioned is, you know, we do have a partnership with Waggle. We've helped set up a fund. And actually, I just saw an email the other day, which, you know, said that the fund had participated in trying to help with the uh, surgery needs for Kitty. Why do you want to partner with various different organizations to set up these funds? And, you know, what is the community cat fund that you have at Waggle? 
I love that question, Stacey. When you know when I started Waggle, we didn't have matching funds. We didn't have these types of partnerships, but we invested heavily in the technology platform that, you know, it's one of these instances where you you take a step and it opens up three more opportunities. You take that next step and nine more opportunities open up. And as we evolved the platform, we realized that the real power in what we invented, and I'll say invented because again, no nonprofit is doing it like this and at scale. We realized that we're helping organizations that whether it's an organization like yourself, it could be a nonprofit, it could be a corporate entity, it could be a national influencer, it could be individuals. We have them on our platform like Eli's Fund, one of our great sponsors. It doesn't matter the type of person that wants to help and put dollars to use. We can take that money, put it in the platform and trust double that money, and then send it to the veterinary hospitals. Now, I'm being a little cheeky. We have to keep the lights on, right? But in effect, we're with transparency and as a reliable and secure platform that's dependable, we can help anybody that's interested in creating a fund at Waggle double their money, see the impact. And I want to point that out that in every instance when these campaigns close, we take that update and we bring it back to everybody, that every type of donor that participated. So we're helping individuals, corporates, grant makers double their impact. It's a very difficult thing to do and send that money directly to the veterinary hospital. I think it's extremely rewarding for everybody that gets involved with this. In a recent study, 97% of respondents said that pets are family. Communities can play a vital role in helping to keep families together. Whether it's reuniting lost pets with their owners, donating pet supplies or funds for pet owners in need, or offering short or long-term fostering, people can help keep pets and their people together. We just have to show them how. Did you know there are resources you can use to help bring attention to the programs you offer to help them do just that? From public service announcements, short videos, printable posters, online and social graphics, and much more. Find your resources at www.petsandpeopletogether.org slash campaign dash resources. Hashtag be a helper. In 2024, the Community Cats podcast is launching the See It, Solve It campaign. What does that mean? As an individual organization supporting community cats, you are on the front lines. You see what the community needs in order to help cats. It is time for us to group together and help build our own capacity to help cats. As part of this campaign, I will be holding open office hours starting at 10 a.m. Eastern time on the first Thursday of the month to help support you in creating more capacity for community cat care. We are the leaders of this movement to turn your passion for cats into action. For more information, go to www.communitycatspodcast.com slash see it, solve it. Thanks to Maddie, we have a wonderful scholarship opportunity for folks to attend the 2024 online cat conference. We do have a limited amount of scholarships available, so sign up early to benefit from this opportunity. The online conference will be on January 27th and 28th in 2024, and this will be the place to learn how to turn your passion for cats into action. All of our sessions are recorded and available for viewing for up to a year. To get more information about this great opportunity and to see if it isn't too late, please go to www.communitycatspodcast.com. So say I'm an individual trapper out there helping a colony of cats. How could Waggle help them? In our case, I think through your generosity and working with community cats, it was a fantastic example that we can, by coming to our website, going to waggle.org, learning a little bit about the program, the partnerships and saying, 
oh my God, there's organizations out there like Community Cats that's working with Waggle in concert that's helping solve this problem around spay and neuter and can help fund and bring money directly to that veterinary hospital and give them a solution that I don't think is so accessible to organizations and communities across the U.S. That's why I love doing engagements like this to bring awareness. You know, we have great people helping our platform solve these you know, local problems. What's Waggle's position with regards to spay and neuter? In what sense, Stacey? So just in terms of does Waggle help with funding for spay-neuter procedures? Oh, most certainly. Yeah. I mean, that's the whole idea, right? In some cases, you know, you'll see a cat or a dog that comes on and has a broken leg, right? It hits all the notes and bells and it pulls at the heart, right? But the spay and neuter, it's a huge problem. And you can speak a thousand times better this to me, but I can see it on the platform where those are, if it's just a matching grant or if somebody doesn't have any assistance and use a platform like ours, we're going to have a harder time raising funds. But by through these partnerships, we can bring these monies to bear in a way that we couldn't. I didn't invite you to to give your thoughts on, you know, how it's worked with Waggle and how you see this helping the communities. And it's it's something that I continuously share with the team and ever as we speak with, but I'd, I'd love your thoughts on it. Yeah. So, I mean, I think with regards to Waggle and the work that they've done with the fund, I would say that they've worked hard to look for scalable opportunities. So trying to work with organizations for spay-neuter events, I think that's been the lead there. The dream is to get down to the individual level and if there are individual cats that are coming in that do need spay neuter services, that's great. But I do still get the feeling that I think there's a lot of growth capacity, I guess, in the cat space, I would say, for Waggle that still hasn't been fully acknowledged. I think being a crowdfunding page may be a little bit scary in the cat community. Maybe it's more challenging in the cat community. I could be wrong, but I feel like the resources maybe a little bit more challenging to find on the matching side, but maybe that's just because I get emails from folks all the time saying, I can't even afford the food for the cats that I feed and and that kind of thing. And they may not be as connected on social media, but you're talking about a couple of stories that are coming out. So maybe the tide is changing. Maybe the word is getting out. I mean, at the end of the day, we are all trying to find solutions to sort of elevate the status of cats in our community. And there's not one same path for everybody. That's for sure. Yeah, I love that, Stacey. I, you know, and that's why I want to do, you know, bring more awareness to this, speak more often, generate more newsletters, bring these success stories back and invite your audience to share the stories that we're helping with the span neuter communities to spread the word that, you know, partnerships like this can put money to work. We could go out and buy ads. That's not a great way. It's not a great way of resources. We want these to be organic. We want to be sharing. We like partnerships and we'll help people, right? We'll put this money to work. We're here as a resource. And I think, you know, spreading that word is critically important. Before we hit the recording button, you had mentioned the Forever Fund and how important that is to waggle.org. Can you explain that? The Forever Fund, it's a monthly recurring donation. It can be as small as $10, right? We've got hundreds and hundreds of people that help us and we need more because it's what keeps the lights on, right? We're a nonprofit. We are very cautious with our spending. We you know, we have a great team, but what allows us to do the work that we do, like any nonprofit, is that you know recurring revenue stream that allows us not only to pay for operations and software and all the things we have to do, to do it in a way that is transparent, that's reliable, that's secure. It takes a lot of work, it takes funding, but also it allows us to create these matching grants, right? And that's really powerful. So somebody that can help us by joining our forever fund 
They're doing all those things. And if you look on our success story page, as you'll see a lot of waggle grants out there, that $1 that you give turns into $2 and it goes directly to these veterinary hospitals. To me, it's the conduit, the backbone and the lifeblood of our work. I can't speak enough to how the generous community that participates in that Forever Fund is allowing us to do the work that we do. So we hear so much about the veterinary shortage out there across the country. How does it impact Waggle or does it not? Does it not impact this model? It doesn't impact us directly that we see show up day to day. There could be upstream effects. You know, I have talked with our board members, large emergency referral hospitals, and they have conveyed the dynamic that this pandemic has, how it's impacted them, right? So, you know, at the onset of the pandemic, there were lots and lots of cases coming in, unprecedented, is because the local RDVMs, as they're called, the mom and pop veterinary hospitals were at large referring these cases to the local emergency hospitals because they were shut down, right? You couldn't get in. So there was a boom time and now they kind of went into the bus time, right? So like everything else, right? You pick up a Wall Street Journal article and you read about the shortage of, of vehicles because that the way in which the supply chain impacted everything from parts to labor. They're seeing the same thing on the labor side, right? And, you know, there's a struggle for them. We don't see it necessarily on our platform. I can't point to it and say, well, the labor shortage for veterinary hospitals is impacting us. No. Well, and that's great to hear because your model is serving multiple parties then. It's serving the needs of the private practice veterinarians. It's serving the client. It's obviously serving the animal. So it means that the model is very helpful. I think we're robust. More and more, the business model, if you will, if I can use that term, has shifted to the rescue and shelter side as well because they're adept to leverage our platform, to use our tools, to help us connect their donors and these cases, going back to bring these matching funds to our very best partners. And so I see more and more of that. One of the things that we're adding here into the platform very soon are products. And you say, well, why are you adding products on the crowdfunding platform? Well, think about the types of organizations that brings into our ecosystem. In my mind, wellness and prevention take on an ever bigger role here, right? How do we prevent people from finding themselves in this situation in the first place? I'd love your thoughts on this. I really would, Stacey. But it's nutrition. It can be planning, right? Did you put a few dollars away every week, invariably knowing that your dog or cat are going to have a medical situation at some point in their life? So insurance, if you can afford it, or if not a rainy day fund, can you do other things with vaccines to prevent the diseases? And on and on, again, this is your space, but mine. But the wellness and prevention is something that we're leaning into, as well as the human-animal bond. That's another area where I don't think that there's enough exposure around this, how critically important these pets are to the daily lives of people. Yeah, we know, okay, fluffy is important you know, to this person, but my God, the impact this is having, especially post-pandemic on the mental wellness of people, it's an area that we see is critically important to what we do. So if we can now connect many of these organizations that have corporate social responsibility as part of what they do, and we can connect their products and bring those products not only to these rescues, right? So donors can come on our website, purchase a product, knowing that that funding is supporting our cause, right? So 15% of every purchase is going to go directly to our fund to create these matching grants. Very interesting. Very interesting. Yeah. And one of my tips would be keep a clean house so that your pet doesn't ingest something that then you have to go to the vet for, for the, the foreign body 
surgeries that are quite popular, especially around the holidays, I think. You, you know, you gave me an idea when team, when we were talking with the team this morning about, you know, subject matter experts and the ideas that we can do on wellness and prevention. So we're going to have to pick your brain a little bit more, Stacey. That sounds like good ideas. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Because how to help with the vet shortage and the, you know, is try to prevent the preventable and go from there. So excellent. Well, good luck with that effort. That sounds very exciting. You know, if folks are interested in finding out more about Waggle, where would they go? Waggle.org. There is a resource center there that we keep current. We're always looking for more subject matter experts in all these different spaces. There's a lot of information about rescues and joining as a veterinary hospital. If the information's not there, they can reach out to our team directly and we're happy to respond quickly, right? We want to do everything we can to share the information. We want to add the body of research that we're doing. We've done research studies. We want to continue to do more of that and be subject matter experts ourselves. So please go to waggle.org. Read about us, learn about our mission, participate if you can, follow us along if you can't, and share the word. And uh, Steve, is there anything else you'd like to share with our listeners today? I think, you know, you asked in the beginning, why did you start Waggle? And why did you take this detour? And I see it every day now, watching people participate and solve a problem in cases they didn't know this problem existed, right? Economic euthanasia, people can't afford the cost of care. And for me, the rewarding part is watching people from all different parts of the country lend in, right? You pick up the news, go to the news station in the morning, pick up the journal, pick up the times, and it's all bad news. Watching what happens at Waggle day in and day out, it's all good news, right? Sad cases, but good solutions. Excellent. I love it. I love it being optimistic. That's the way I am. And I want to thank you for sharing that. And thank you also for agreeing to be a guest on my show. And I hope we'll have you on again in the future. You will. Thank you so much, Stacey. That's it for this week. Please head over to Apple Podcasts and leave a review. We love to hear what you think and a five-star review really helps others find the show. You can also join the conversation with listeners, cat caretakers, and me on Facebook and Instagram. And don't forget to hit follow or subscribe on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, YouTube, or wherever you listen to podcasts so you don't miss a single show. Thanks for listening. And thank you for everything that you do to help create a safe and healthy world for cats.